0: Hello, queen. You have a story to tell, and I want to help you tell it. Why? Because you matter. You are enough. You are loved, and you are worth it. I'm Tonya, best-selling author, coach, speaker, and realtor. We are all born, and ultimately we will all eventually expire, and those are two dates that we have no control over, but that dash in the middle is ours to own. Up until a certain point in our lives, most of our story is written for us and colored by our experiences, the opinion of others, and our viewpoint of ourselves or lack thereof. But when we get a glimpse of who God actually created us to be, we no longer settle for less than his best for us. We don't just go through the motions or casually spend our time. Life becomes more intentional, focused, and we show up fully present, unapologetically and authentically as ourselves. We start to write our own story from that point forward, positively impacting those around us and ensuring that we make our dash of life count. The journey of you is just that. It's your journey to purpose and how you are making your dash of life account. Being equipped to know who you are in Christ, empowered to embrace just being you, and encouraged to know that God's got you and you can walk in the plans he has for you. Here's your host, Tonya D. Venice. Good morning journey of you family. This week I really want to focus on helping you find some ways to train your brain. And what do I mean by that? Meaning that you've got to take every thought captive. I know that we've already talked plenty of time before about Romans twelve two, but I want to reiterate it because it's just that important. Do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you would be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. Oftentimes you're like, I'm not sure what, you know, my purpose is or I'm not sure what God's will is. But this verse right here lets you know that as you continually renew your mind and train your brain to see things the way that God sees, God sees them and think in the same perspective that he does. Then you're able to figure out exactly what his will is for your life, what he wants you to do and accomplish, and you can pursue those things. So today, that's what I want to focus on. Um, Some other scriptures that are around your thoughts that I really want you to think about are these. Isaiah 55 and 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. Just reiterate, there's times that we think about things and we may be looking at them through a cloudy or blurred filter. Because of an experience that we've gone through, a hurt, a betrayal, a trauma, and that's coloring our lens and our viewpoint. And so when we're able to go back to God's word, then we can line it up with his truth to be able to see more clearly. Um, Because where, hold on, there was one other one I wanted to tell you right now um, that goes along the lines of that. Here we go. Hebrews 4 and 12. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. That is powerful. There's times that I know that we get stuck in those thought cycles and it's just looping around in our head over and over again. And sometimes we can't climb out of it or we can't figure a way out. But that's because we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and rules of darkness. We already know from scripture that. That the enemy roams around seeking whom he may devour, and that he came to kill, steal, and destroy. So, every single time that God is depositing a word in you and speaking to you and telling you what to do, no sooner than he gives you that word does the enemy come right away to try to snatch it so that you're not able to meditate on it or, you know, able to sit and think about it and really let it change your heart. And then he keeps you stuck and you're distracted, you're, you know, you're off focus, and you can no longer hear or receive that word because you're focused back in this thought loop and you've given more priority to that, um, to the lies of the enemy and, you know, different things that you're struggling with internally. And so that's why it's important to remember that the word of God is alive and active because you can literally open up the word and ask God to lead you to a scripture and that exact scripture he leads you to, you just start speaking it out loud because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you need to be able to hear God's word. So I don't mean you just open it up and you just look at it and you read it, you know, and you think, okay, I'm going to be okay. No, you've got to say that thing out loud. And I don't care if it means you open it up, put your phone down. Don't even, you don't even have to use the U version. You know, if you're worried that other distractions or messages or notifications are going to come through that throw you off and distract you, pick up a paper Bible, literally, Pick up your hard copy Bible, open it up and start walking through your house, reciting every verse that God tells you or the same verse repeatedly, speaking it with power until not only do you know it in your head, but you start believing it in your heart and you'll feel God's presence around you. It will immediately start to elevate your mood and remind you that Satan has to flee. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. You don't have to put up with the enemy constantly antagonizing you and terrorizing you and making you feel like you're less than or you're not enough or that, you know, you're not loved or you're not chosen because that's not true. We've gone over plenty of scriptures in the past of where you definitely are loved and chosen and accepted. And there are things that voids that you want to fill that only God can fill. And in order for you to be renewed by the transforming of your mind, you've got to speak God's word And you can speak it in prayer while you're talking to him, telling him, God, in your words, you said this, remind him of his word because it won't return to him void. But that's how you're going to capture those thoughts. Philippians 4 and 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Well, how do you know what's pure and noble and right or lovely or admirable? You know it by reading God's word. And so when you're reading his word, you can be confident in those things because you're repeating the things that he says. Like in Proverbs 21, two, a person may think their own ways are right, but the Lord weighs the heart. And that's that's true. And so you've got to know, like, are my motives correct? Are they lining up with God's word and what he wants me to do? Or am I doing my own thing? And so that's what you want to focus on. Am I, am I, am I, am I. Many times we think that we know, you know, everything, but there's so much for us to learn. So I want to remind you of 1 Corinthians 3.18. Do not deceive yourself. If any of you think you're wise by the standards of this age, you should become fools so that you may become wise. Because Proverbs 14.12 tells you, there is a way that appears to be right, but in the end it leads to death. So you want to make sure that your thoughts are lining up with God's thoughts and his will for your life. 1 Corinthians 2 11. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. That is powerful. What that means is that you've got to invite the Holy Spirit in to your decisions, into your problems, into every part of your life so that God can be that counselor and comforter that you need to lead and guide you in the directions that you're supposed to go. So when you're facing a decision and you're not sure, you know, God, what do you want me to do in this? That's when you need the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you. And you're able to pray in an unknown tongue, you know, where only your spirit is calling into the deep, you know, of God's spirit. And the enemy doesn't understand one word that you're saying, which means it's a lot harder for him to come in and take that away. Because he doesn't understand what you're saying. It's just spirit calling to spirit. And so as often as you can talk to God in the Holy Ghost language, do that. Whether it's moaning, groaning, you know, or you actually speaking. Like this, as the spirit gives you utterance, all of that is powerful. And just trust it. Like just let your tongue go and flow in the spirit between you and God as much as possible. Because that is powerful and that helps to increase your faith. And it helps you to really take those take those thoughts captive because now you're not thinking in your normal, regular, everyday language. And so even you can't go in and negate you know, what was spoken between you um, and God when you're in that unknown language. And so I really just want you to focus this week on really training your brain because I know for years I was caught in the exact same thought loop and cycle and constantly thinking about the same thing over and over again. It left me stagnant it caused me not to be able to move forward in certain areas. And, you know, that caused me to be stagnant in other areas. Like it really affected more than one area of my life. And so just take one scripture, two scriptures that you can stand on and walk around and speak them out loud. Write them on a sticky note, write them on a three by five card, put it in your car, put it in your bathroom, put it on your mirror, put it on your nightstand, put it in your wallet, make it the wallpaper of your phone so that everywhere you look, you are reminded of those scriptures until you can get them to connect between your head and your heart. Because that's the point of it. You study to show yourself approved. A worker that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That's in 2 Timothy 2.15. That way, when you do come up against the adversary and he's trying to get you caught in that thought loop, you can be like, mm-mm, devil, mm-mm. God is not giving me the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. And you just keep repeating that over and over and over again. So anytime fear creeps up, you've got that. Or, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. That's in Psalm 23. Or Psalm 91, he who abides in the shadow of the Most High um, will abide in the shadow of the Almighty knowing those scriptures you can even walk around and repeat psalm 23 and psalm 91 all day long the entire one it was mandatory for us to memorize psalm 23 when i was a child and to this day it has helped me in those moments that i was fearful or i just was like oh my god i don't know what to do and just that terror of the uncertainty or the unknown and it was like nope god is with me." joshua 1 9 be be strong and have good courage because the lord your god is with you wherever you go those will start to rattle right off your tongue when you have them down in your spirit. Proverbs, there. if you want wisdom, literally ask God. He wants to give you wisdom. And the writer of um, Proverbs, Solomon, wisest man ever walked the earth. And there's 31 of them, which means you could read one every single day and grow in your wisdom. So when I tell you that there is so much in the word that you could use to fight everything that you're going through right now, there are scriptures for it. And if you're not sure where to find it, you can go to Google and you can put in scriptures about prayer, scriptures about speaking in the Holy Ghost language, scriptures about the Holy Ghost. You could put in scriptures about worry, scriptures about anxiety, fear, whatever it is that you need, you can pull those up and then you can go into the Version Bible app and look them up for yourself and read it to see, okay, well, is that what it says? And if the message version isn't the one you like, then maybe you go to King James. If it's not King James, then there's New International Version. Um, The message is more like storybook form. So if you'd like to read stories and it's easier for you to understand, then I would recommend doing that one. If you want more details and you're like, I want to go more in depth, then go to the Amplified version so that you can really get even all the extra details in there so that you can really understand it. Use a concordance because it'll tell you how to cross-reference. If you see something in Matthew, that same story that's in Mark and Luke and John, and the different way each of them, you know, perceived of the life of Jesus and what they experienced, it gives you more than one record of it and or you can see where it references you know where it was prophesied in the old testament and how it came about in the new testament and so there's lots of ways for you to go in and study it and learn so many things just about jesus and the heart of god because the only way to know him honestly is to one spend time with him in prayer and two to read his word because the bible is literally his love letters to us and instructions on how we're supposed to walk out every part of our life and you can find it in there. And there may be a scripture you've read a thousand times in your lifetime. But when you read it this time, you see something different. And then the next time you see something else, and you're like, why didn't I see that before? Because you're growing. The Bible's not changing, but you are growing. And you're growing deeper in your walk in Christ. And so each time you read it, you see it a little bit differently. God has cleared your lens a little bit more. And so you have a, a better view than you did the last time. You just keep raising the level of your perspective. And you're like, God, You know what do you want me to see this time? And each time you ask him, he's going to answer you. He'll show you what you need to see. And you can continue to train your brain based on the word of God. And once you have it, his word in you, and it's deep down on the inside of you, then you can fight the enemy even more. And so each time he tries to come and get you caught back up in that loop, Or he tries to bring up old trauma or the past and he's trying to get you to feel all these emotions right here in the present. You can silence him. You can stomp him right under your feet and be like, "Mm -mm, God gave me the power to tread on serpents and scorpions. You can repeat Psalm 91 right there. And anytime Jesus is present, the enemy cannot stay. And so the more and more you're speaking out those words and God's word and his truth, the more the enemy has to flee. If you resist the devil, he will flee. So you've got to keep resisting him and keep resisting him and keep resisting him and don't give him an area to come back in. It literally is life or death and your thoughts are where it all begins. Proverbs 23, 7 tells us that as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And so it's very, very important for you to make sure that you are capturing those thoughts, bringing them into captivity and really paying attention to what you're allowing because Proverbs four twenty three says above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it that's literally your thoughts your actions words speech every single thing that you do is flowing from your heart so you've got to make sure that if there's anything in there that's not supposed to be that you ask God to come in and take it out because you don't want anything separating you and God like there's nothing that's going to take his love away from you but if you've got bitterness anger resentment Um, hurt or different traumas that you've got those walls built up that it's keep you're pushing everybody out because you don't trust or you know you've been betrayed and so you're trying to protect yourself you've got to make sure you don't have those walls up between you and God either because you want to make sure that you keep the lines of communication open with him so that he can come in and help you to keep that clear judgment so that it's not clouded and you can see things the way that God sees them and you can see the bigger picture and not focus so much right in the details right here in the moment that you're in so it, it's truly, truly important. And so I just want to encourage you in that. And I just wanted to give you a couple of tips today to help you to train your brain because it's been scientifically proven that you can train your brain and with the more positive things that you put in, the more and more connections that you're making in your brain the more healthier it can be, which affects you spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially. So I wanna make sure that you have the tools in place to do that. So spending time in prayer with God and speaking his word out loud are gonna be critical in order for you to do that. So that way you can train your brain to start immediately bringing that up in your spirit. So when the enemy is coming in like a flood, you can raise up that standard against them because God has shown you in his word where you've got more power than enemy by yourself, you don't. But with God, you can annihilate anyone. So I want to make sure, and I don't mean like taking out a person, but I just mean fighting the enemy because that's truly where the fight is. The battleground is in our mind. And so we've got to be able to fight the enemy. You can only do that with the word of God. So let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much for today. And we thank you, Father, for your word that truly is sharper than any two-edged sword. We thank you, Father, that because of your son's sacrifice on the cross, Jesus dying for our sins, that we now can communicate with you, Father, one-on-one. We can come directly to you, holy Father, to the throne to make our request known Lord and to also send the enemy packing. We thank you, Father, that you've already taken the keys to death, hell, and the grave, and that there's nothing the enemy can do to us, Father, that you haven't already overcome. So we thank you for the power and the anointing, Father, that we have through our salvation with you, Lord. And we just pray that you continue to lead and guide us in the directions that you want us to go. Show us, Father, in your word what scriptures you want us to stand on, Father, and give us the strength to walk around and speak them out loud, Father, and to speak your word against the enemy me, father so that we can take out those fiery darts help us to have one our whole armor lord so that we are able to stand against the enemy at all times father and we just thank you lord that we can be brave and be of good courage because you are with us each and every place that we go i ask that you touch each and every person that is listening this morning lord that you drop into their spirit the exact scriptures that you want them to see and meditate on today lord and draw them closer to you father help them to know that you are right there with them that there's no mistake that they made that will keep you from loving them or wrapping your arms around them or still wanting to make them even better than they are right now father thank you that you don't leave us the same way that you found us and thank you father just for your unconditional love lord that there's nothing that can separate us from you father or that'll cause you to love us any less father you love us the good bad and the ugly. We can be vulnerable with you and you're such a gentleman that you won't even leave us the same way that you found us. You're continually molding us to become more and more like you and for that we thank you Lord. It's these things we ask in your sweet son Jesus name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I would love to continue the conversation. You can head over um, to thejourneyofyou.net and jump into the community. You know, let's continue talking about it and working through some of these tools so that we can help you to train your brain um, to flip the script that's constantly running through your mind so that you can truly live out the purpose that God has given you. Until next time, have a great day. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins. Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. I hope that you feel equipped, empowered, and encouraged to just be you, authentically and unapologetically. No more merely just existing from day to day. It's time to get your joy back. It's time to remove the mask and uncover the real you. It's time to become who God created you to be and make your dash count. If you're ready to get unstuck and move forward in your God-given purpose, you can start right now nap. Today is the day. Head over to thejourneyofyou.net forward slash get unstuck. Again, that's thejourneyofyou.net forward slash get unstuck, U-N-S-T-U-C-K, and begin your journey to just be you, be whole, and be free. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins.